Welcome back, know-it-alls. Thanks for listening to the show. And as always, give us some feedback about what we are doing so we can make sure you're having a good time listening to us. headset plugged directly into my computer headphone jack because i've got a docking station because of my laptop docking so, huh yeah <laughs> yeah docking so you do but, a lot of you do a lot of docking in your little setup over there <laughs> only if i have a romulan around i don't know i'd probably do more docking if the opportunity arose i mean why not i mean you only live once right uh, you know get some chinese finger cups so there you go <laughs> did did i ever send you that picture of the guy with the apple the honeycrisp and the docking? I don't think so. Oh, it, it essentially looks like his dong, and then his foreskin is pulled around like this small Honeycrisp apple, and it's <laughs> and you oh. just see like you just see like the red of the apple and like the stem. That's all that's sticking out of the foreskin. I'm just looking at it like, God damn, that must have hurt. I mean, I'll never know because I don't have foreskin, but yeah, me neither. If I did, I mean, this is no golf ball sized apple. You know what I mean? It's it's a tennis ball sized apple. You know, I I got to admit, it was really strange being in that room full of, you know, all the naked people when I was there in, in Czech Republic. And, like, only me and one other guy were were circumcised. Every other dude there was not. And the only two people that were circumcised was me and an Arab dude. And everybody else that was from, that was male that was there was all from, from Europe. And they yeah. were all in all uncircumcised i mean that's it's normal i guess right yeah well, so, for them yeah it's normal i mean it's just it was just weird for me yeah you know? did you discuss it with them be like hey it's kind of weird i keep looking at all your penises and no uh, i did not have that discussion with any of the dudes although a couple of the girls talked about my penis being uncircumcised so. and did they were was it preferred or was it just like not preferred? Uh, it was just different you know it was different form that's a good way to look at it yeah different different is good you know I'm, like I said, I'm just upset with the fact that, you know, according to everything I've read, supposedly not having a foreskin has really cut down a lot on our potential for pleasure, and that really irritates me. Are you telling me you don't get enough pleasure? Right now, I'm getting none. Oh, well, I mean, so, I, I get enough pleasure. I'm, I'm happy with, you know, not having foreskin, so it's okay. Yeah. No, I, I do, and I definitely have since, uh, since I've learned a lot of this stuff. I mean, I think I had, I don't know, maybe maybe 10 or 12 orgasms last week with just my breathing exercises. Well, so. see, exactly. Foreskin has no bearing on whether or not you can no. give yourself an orgasm by no. driving, you know? Yeah, <laughs> man, nothing will ever top that one day. I, <laughs> I have that one day when Kundalini or whatever broke loose or whatever, and I just couldn't stop having orgasms. And all I could think of was that poor bastard that they had a video on. It was just like walking around going <laughs> every, every like three minutes or so. God, it was a fuck. That was a fucked up day. Every time I think about it too much, it'd be like orgasm. I was like, fuck. Well, not like fuck, more like, yeah. But. Oh, poor you. Sounds like yes. a terrible existence. It was a terrible Friday. Yes. Yes, it was. So what have you been up to this week? Uh, what have I been up to this week? Not a whole lot. I mean, it's pretty much just been a work week, just um, trying to contemplate and figure things that I need to do to get my life where I want, going to the gym, hitting the gym. The arms are looking good. The stomach's starting to shrink a little bit. The pants are fitting looser. My weight's not really dropping, but but 
my body is shifting pretty well. My legs look amazing. I'm starting to get, you know, my ass is starting to look pretty good again. So nice. Yeah. So, I mean, so overall my whole body composition is really going well. And, and, and the thing is, is I know it's just the same thing. I just got to be consistent and just keep going. And I know it's and just, just like trying to get rid of 35 years of crap. There's no pill you take and everything just goes magically delicious. <laughs> so the body's, the body's doing what it's supposed to do in the favorable yeah way uh yes. how's your how's your brain how's the mind how's the heart oh not the physical well, I, heart but like the you know yeah i know heart. what you mean i, I mean I, I i figured what you meant uh i was gonna say physically uh you know I'm, I'm having every once in a while i'm having some chest twinges that kind of concern me a little bit but not too bad i definitely like i said i need to, I, I gotta work on my diet i gotta i gotta start doing some stuff to try to clean my arteries better because i've got some some uh build up issues according to my doctor you know, would the doctor say we'll fix it or help it well they didn't really give me a lot of advice but i've been you know you know me i do a lot of my own research so i mean mm -hmm. i basically basically i've got to you know change most of my diet and, and you know eat, eat like jack Lane or whatever you know i mean this, this may sound strange but whenever i want to lose weight for whatever reason like if i'm going snowboarding you know i've got a trip planned i i don't i don't like having a bigger stomach when I go snowboarding because I'm always bent over trying to buckle stuff up and I notice that it takes a lot out of me and it sucks ass right. so the thinner I am the easier it is to buckle into my stuff going snowboarding yeah and what I found strangely enough is like oranges like big navel oranges I'll go buy like two dozen of them and I'll eat like 10 a day and that's that's all my meals that's it just navel oranges and water and wow. it's filling okay. it's you know tons of vitamin C you're not gonna get any vitamin C deficiency eating that and no scurvy problems. No scurvy problems. And it's it's golden. Like I I lost up to eighteen pounds in a month just by, you know, wow. I'll eat a salad here and there with no protein and like a vinaigrette style dressing and mandarin oranges. Or sorry, uh navel oranges. And I don't know about you, but it's it's worth a shot because they taste good. Yeah. And they fill you up. So you have three of those babies, you're like, I can't put any more shit in my stomach. <laughs> I'm good. And yeah, you get a lot of vit vitamins and nutrients. I will keep that in mind and maybe I will give it a shot. So we'll see. Yeah, I'm going to Cancun in a, in a couple months. My, oh, Jamaica, my Jamaica trip didn't work out too many. There's all new rules this last week with uh, quarantining when we get there. And then we can only take government approved like public transit when we're there. And there's only government approved excursions to go on. And the Appleton's rum thing isn't on the government approved excursion. So I was like, that was oh, like my man. number. Yeah. My number one reason for going. Yeah. Like, Appleton's rum is awesome. Yeah. So I was like, fuck that. So yeah, I canceled my trip and then I rebooked with Cancun because apparently Mexico doesn't have any rules with COVID. Well, Mexico's pretty much like, fuck it. We want your money. Yeah, and they got my money, and they're gonna get you know more of my money. So yeah. I'll be doing some beaching stuff. So I, I don't want to be just stay safe and watch your ass. Fuck that! Why would I watch my ass when? Yeah, yeah I was gonna so say nice stay safe days. and watch their asses. But just what? Yeah. No, your ass, buddy. You said oh, it's looking uh, good. So hey, it's fucking looking damn good. It's fucking tight, man. There, there, there you go. It better be tight. Ain't nobody playing around with it. I, I what I really do need to add. I do need to add. Uh, I need to start doing squats more in my routine. I don't really do squats. I don't really work on my legs. I don't think nearly enough. Uh, you know, your legs are your biggest uh, muscle group. So the the stronger and better your muscles are, there, the more fat you'll burn because you know, you're burning more calories. So. Well, I don't do any working out, which I probably should, but seriously, my time is so limited that I can't. Like I, yeah, I can't. I can't. I can't imagine where you would you would find time, man. You were one busy boy. Yeah, I'll get by. I know. Uh, so yeah, my week typical work, work, work. Yeah. 
didn't watch any movies, didn't really watch a lot of stuff. I watched a new show on Netflix called Billion Dollar Code. Yeah. And it's all about the people who invented Google Earth before Google stole it from them and called it Google Earth. They invented it 10 years earlier, like right after the fall of the Berlin Wall. There's two guys doing an art project. It's fucking yeah. amazing. Like, I love that whole that whole time period. You know, the yeah. 1990 through 93 Berlin, you know, wall down, neon, techno. I really wish I'd traveled then. I would have loved it. would have been so awesome. Yeah. And yeah, this whole whole thing is set in that time other than their lawsuit, which was recent. I'm not going to give anything away, but it's it's four hours out of my life that was well worth four hours of my, out of my life. Okay. So that that's all I've done. Kid stuff, planned a trip to Mexico, edited and recorded a podcast with a, a medium. We just uh, released that one today. Really? Yeah. Yeah. How'd that go? It was good. It was a, a short one. I, I had to get going for work concerns, so... Yeah. you know 35 minutes or so but uh she says she's gonna come back and record as much as much as we want her because she had a good time and she's oh, like cool. not even medium stuff just shooting the shit i mean I'll, I'll gladly come on the show i was like nice cool yeah i i uh i did watch uh, a couple movies this week on on dvd i watched a uh, quiet place part two which was pretty good um uh, and I watched uh, the Protege, which was pretty good. So that that was that was pretty good. And then I really got into I watched season one and season two of Cobra Kai, and it was I just love I just loved it. Yeah, it, I I motored through it as fast as I could. It's fucking great. Yeah, like, yeah. Johnny Lawrence is like one of my heroes. Like Johnny he, Lawrence of now is one of my heroes. He, exactly. I, I I felt very connected to some of the issues that he dealt with. Well, outside the alcoholism, but yeah. You know. No, it's really. I'm like, good. I'm, I'm like, dude, you need to upgrade from Forrest Banquet, man. <laughs> Come uh, on, man, get a better I, beer. I make memes with him where it's just like, you know, be like Johnny Lawrence. He likes hot chicks, babes, transams, and metal. You know, just he's so fucking great. <laughs> he likes transams and not trans girls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really, I did, I really identified with him when he was doing trying to do the dating on Tinder. That was fucking hilarious. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I yeah, more... I, I, I loved Cobra Kai, and uh, and then of course I went to the assembly required uh, convention yesterday up in Des Moines, and uh, so with I... your DVDs, you said you're watching on DVD. You you said you rent them from the library. Yeah, I get them from the library free what, for free. Yeah, weird. I just find that odd that they don't charge anything. You know? No, no. Nope. Well, I pay taxes, so you know, but. It's just part of the library. I mean, you can get video games there. You can get DVDs. I mean, uh, you can get whatever. I'm just kind of bummed out because over the last couple of years, the whole pretty much normal progression of things got totally upset. And now that everybody's going to this streaming service and this streaming service and this streaming service, none of them are putting the stuff out on DVD because they're just like, I'm keeping my content here. You got to pay me yeah. here for it. And, and it's just kind of totally broke my giving a fuck about pretty much anything. I love the the streaming services. Like Netflix is amazing. Disney Plus is amazing. I have Amazon Prime and I have Apple Plus, and they're all fucking good. Like pretty much anything yeah. anything I want, I can find on any one of those four things. I'm still old, old school. <laughs> Started watching a new show called Acapulco oh, on yeah? Apple TV. It takes place now where a guy is explaining to his nephew what his life was like when he started working for this new resort in Acapulco when he was like 18 years old. Uh -huh. So flashes between this guy in this beautiful house in Malibu overlooking the ocean with his nephew and he's got servants and nice cars and he's just, he's a humble little like pool boy, cabana boy and uh -huh. the adventures he has in the hotel and 
as he gets older, he learns more. So we, we still don't know how he became this, you know, wealthy, successful, you know, house overlooking the ocean in Malibu from a little cabana boy. But hopefully they explain it before the end of the season, because I'd really hate to, you know, have a cliffhanger. That's cool. No, I, like I said, I like I, I was really happy with Cobra Kai and I'm and sad that season three is not out on DVD. It's streaming on Netflix and I don't have Netflix. But season four, season four, I guess, I don't know, season four even came out yet or they're, they're shooting it. I don't know. Uh, they, I know that they signed on for more seasons even without the new one being released. Well, that's good. Which is pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really, really enjoyed Cobra Kai. A little bit of it reminded me too much of just my life in some ways, so... Yeah, no, the third season was great. They were all don't great, tell, man. They yeah, don't tell me anything about season three, man. Yeah. Pretty much anything that you want from the movies from the 80s, you're going to see it on Cobra Kai. Any one of the characters will appear, other than Mr. Miyagi, because, well, you know. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. You can't, can't bring someone back from the dead. But they, they do they do flashbacks and stuff. Funny that, that Pat Morita was the, one of the neighbors on uh, Sanford and Sons. You know that? You knew that, didn't you? Yeah, it's also weird that he was, you know, worked at a, you know, Sunday shop in Happy Days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can't remember. Was he pretty old or was he younger than than that? Well, I think he was. I think he was fairly old when he passed away. I can't remember how old he really was in real life. I don't know. In the eighties, I thought he was old as fuck when I saw him in the in the yeah. movies, right? Yeah, but he was probably only in his like fifties then. Yeah, I think I think I think he was born in twenty nine, maybe. So and he died in twenty fifteen or no, twenty eleven. Yeah. Either way, yes. he went. He went twenty more years after I thought he was old as fuck. So yeah, exactly, exactly. I'd say that's a pretty good life, unless my perception is that he was really old when he wasn't. Well, shit. They had to. They had to make. Uh, they had to make Red Fox look older than he was because he wasn't uh, as old as he appeared in Sanford and Sons. Well, Daniel Larusso just turned sixty this week. I know, motherfucker looks like a fucking like forty something. Yeah, you know. I got. I hope I. I hope I look halfway decent when I'm sixty. I feel like I, I feel like I'm aging right now. But then again, I kind of. I fucking started noticing a fucking wrinkle starting to come finally. Oh shit! I haven't had. I haven't had wrinkles so. Anytime I see my friends that have like crow's feet and stuff on their eyes, I'm just like, fuck. Do I look like that? But I. Every time I look in the mirror, I'm like, nope, that's not there yet. That's not there yeah. yet. No, I don't see any. I don't. I don't know how mine. How mine look. Yeah. So. I don't know. I but, don't know what the secret is, but uh, I do use a lot of moisturizer on my face. Yeah. So that's after it. You, after you do this, you just kind of go. <laughs> oh, I just rub it in. Yeah. I mean, if if I can't. You hey, know, you know, supposedly that's supposed to be a pretty good moisturizer. I don't. I don't know what you. Want. <laughs> There's no part in my day that revolves around semen landing on my face and me rubbing it in. So. <laughs> Although I guess if the Karate Kid says, "Hey, you know why I look 20 years younger? This is why." I'm known as the Bukaki King. I'm like, all right. <laughs> when he said whack off, I mean, wax <laughs> off, I uh, I took it to heart. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess that would probably change my mind. I would probably be like look, looking up on, you know, FetLife or Kijiji well, or, you know, Craigslist for, hey, I, I want to be the new Bukaki King. <laughs> you know, you'd think of it actually did work a lot more women when they hit 40s and 50s would have smoother skin. No, nah, they're, they're too busy swallowing it. I mean, all the good girls are anyway. Exactly. So anyway, you know, so you know, so basically, uh, you know, as far as my week uh, goes, wrap kind of wrap that up. It's just, you know, I went up to I went up to the assembly required and uh, managed to walk around a, a whole room full of various amounts. It wasn't a whole lot. I mean, it, you know, it was it was pretty decent sized little you know little fest. Uh, didn't really buy anything. I bought a I just bought a couple of small things at one of the customizers' booth, which is the guy who actually co- AVAX Lab that lives yep. here in Kansas City. 
talked to him for a long time, talked to his wife there, uh, like their anniversary was today, like their 11 year anniversary. And uh, so they took the weekend, they did the best, and they're like taking a couple of days, and their grandmother's watching the kid, their kid, uh, and uh, got to check out the brand new Robo Skull, which is wow. Yeah, nice. No, it's huge. It's huge. I yeah, mean, I've seen it. It looks it beautiful. Is, oh my God. Oh my God. In person, it's just like, it's jizz worthy. It's, it's awesome. Jizz worthy. Yeah. Like my face. Like a Robo Skull, you jizz all over it. <laughs> You can even open its mouth. So anyway, what are you talking about? You're talking about some religious stuff? Yeah, this week it was weird. We were chatting about stuff, and then uh, religion came to the conversation, and I was like, man, I have a couple weird things that happened, me growing up doing, like, religious things, but then you said something about, you know, fucking nuns or whatever. Or <laughs> by I, was, I was just messing around. <laughs> I was disappointed that we didn't finish the conversation because I was like, I want to talk about this because this is something that is just fascinating that you that you what masturbate to the thought of nuns or nuns pegged. No, I, I was joking because I, I said I used to master. I used to say I used to masturbate on a nun, but I didn't want to make a habit of it because nuns wear habits. It was a joke. You know, oh, there say. we go. See, I'm not well versed in, in what nuns are wearing. Hopefully underneath that habit, not a whole lot. Well, I mean, I guess so, but they, they probably won't touch it, you know, like they'd probably be like this. <laughs> So yeah, I, I grew up in in a family that went to church and stuff, and it wasn't Catholic, so there were no nuns and there weren't priests. It was it was ministers. It was it was Lutheran. So we didn't take catechism classes, but we took confirmation classes to become a member of the church, so you can like eat the little wafer and drink the wine and stuff. Right. And I had tons of fun doing vacation Bible school, like for summertime, every single summer for about a week, we would spend a week going to. We didn't go to camp or anything. It was at the actual church, but there would be snacks and like games to play, you know, little projects to do and stuff. And I, I remember as I got older, it was the same. Like I went to a sm small church, small town, small school, like everything's tiny. Right. And it was right. the same, like seven kids in my class that were always in like Sunday school with me or vacation Bible school or church uh -huh. events. And there was one time that the, I don't remember who our instructor was, but we, we had a teacher for vacation Bible school and the table and chairs that were set up weren't in like one of the rooms downstairs where all of like all the Sunday school stuff was done. It was actually in the foyer to the church before the doors to go to sit in the pews, right? So okay. the two front doors are right there and there's a big table set up and there's like, you know, seven kids, probably 14, 15 years old, 13 years old, sitting around it. And, you know, there was an instructor. <laughs> and then one of the guys named Jeff just like, oh, I need, I need to use the bathroom. So they're like, yeah, okay, go. So Jeff goes to the bathroom and then like, you know, five, 10 minutes passes by and I don't, Jeff isn't back. So I'm like, uh, I need to use the bathroom. So then I go into the bathroom and the window's open. He's crawled out of the window and he's just outside sitting there. So then I crawl out the window. I was like, dude, what you doing? He's like, I don't fucking want to be here. I was like, I don't want to be here either. So we hung out. And then all of a sudden, another person that we went to like class with, she pokes her head out the window. She's like, hey, I'm going to sit with you guys. So she crawls out and out of like the seven kids, for like 45 minutes like four of us are all hanging out outside we go to the bathroom there's only one bathroom it wasn't like a guy's or girl's bathroom uh -huh. so the, i don't know why the instructor didn't clue in that we were all going into the same bathroom and nobody was coming back or maybe they just didn't give a shit they're like whatever less kids is less work for me you know right and yeah we just hung out there and then we decided you know we're gonna do this again tomorrow but we're gonna be like better about it 
I was like, what do you mean better? He's like, well, after we sneak out of the window, we sneak downstairs through the front door, the side door, and we uh-huh. go into the snack area and we take all like the lemonades and the Rice Krispie squares and we just like have a party to ourselves outside here. So yeah, we went downstairs and stole like the, the box of Rice Krispies and like the 10 juice boxes and cookies and we just <laughs> sat outside the church eating this shit while like the other, you know, the three good kids were actually doing all their work and stuff. And I was like, man, this is like the opposite of what like God wants me to do, you know, like, and there's also like, you know, like a uh, hallway. If you look at the top of the hallway, there's like a stairwell and it gets down to a landing and then it takes a, like a 90 degree angle and turns the other way. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. Walking downstairs. Yeah. So there yeah. was a huge fan right at the top of that hallway. Right. So a ceiling fan. And we thought it'd be funny while the fan was running to be throwing pencils into it. And then we hit the fan and go pa-ching and go flying down the stairs. We almost killed somebody. Like one of the teachers came upstairs with like juice box and stuff. She goes, that almost killed me. Like that pencil. And it was like stabbed into a juice box. So it hit the fan and with enough force stabbed into a juice box. And we're like, wow, I guess we probably could have killed someone. Wow. Yeah, just a bunch of idiots. But I mean, I had, I had a good time, I guess. Vacation Bible school ruled. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure if you actually take the amount of deaths that occurred in children and, and if you actually could factor in all the almost deaths, you would probably like 10 times the number. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean, I could think of at least 10 to 20 times in my life that if I just did something that's a little bit wrong, I could have died. Yeah. You know? Uh, I mean, it's, it's freaky. Like, I think about my kids all the time, like, man, the stupid shit I did. I mean, they're, they're so addicted to their electronics that they'd rather just sit on the couch and play video games. Whereas we yeah. were out, like, you know, on bikes and, like, you, you'd have a friend standing, like, on the handlebars as you're trying to pedal your bike. We're like, let's see how far we could go. Then you hit the brakes and they fly off. I remember one time my cousin and I, who, you know, we thought we were geniuses, but my grandparents <laughs> bought us, we were like seven, and my grandparents bought us each a BMX bike yeah. and, and a bike lock, you know, a little tiny combination lock. And it was the kind that was like, the lock was like oval. It was like attached to the chain. It wasn't a padlock. Okay. Like a little, like a cylinder, like you'd see on like, right, a, right. like a briefcase. So it was like one okay. of those kind of locks. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. The cylinder type with, the, with numbers. Okay. Yeah. So we, we put yeah. one to the, the frame of my bike and then, so I've got my bike and then I've got my bike lock on the frame and then it extends you know perpendicular out to the bike and then we locked his lock onto my lock and then locked his lock onto his bike so we had like like the best bin cloud cars like side by <laughs> side so we felt like well we'll just like we'll pedal because it wasn't wow. like down where the pedals were, it was up by where the seats were so we weren't going to get caught on it and right. we were just pedaling side by side attached to each other on bikes and then i remember we were going down to my house and we had to like communicate we're seven so you're already a moron right <laughs> Right. And I, I were like, hey man, we need to communicate if we're going to turn because one of us will turn and the other one won't. So we need to be really smart about this. And my cousin's kind of an idiot, so he he's not smart about shit. I mean, I watched him piss in his own mouth one time. So I mean, you know, like <laughs> he just <laughs> he said it tasted like apple juice, to which I didn't believe him. But he's like, no, just try it. I'm like, I'm gonna pass on that. But thanks. We're probably like four or five at the time, and so we're pedaling. And I was like, okay, hey, we're gonna turn down into like my driveway. And he's like, yeah, okay, so right or left? I'm like, well, my driveway's on the left. If you turn right, you're going to go into the neighbor's house. And he's like, yeah, okay. And then he just started to turn right. Like, so I was about to turn left. He started to turn right. He was laughing because he was doing the wrong thing, right? And I started to turn right as fast as I could, but he had already, like, pulled ahead and the tension of the thing. And then all of a sudden, like, he couldn't go any farther, and he just fell off his bike and then I fall off my bike, and the bikes are skidding towards him. They land on him. He's sliced up his leg. He's bleeding. Oh, he's man. crying like a little bitch. I'm just like, 
all you had to do was Just not turn. do what you did. Yeah. Like, instead of being a fucking idiot. But uh, yeah, that, that kid, man. I, I remember when he threw a wow. lot. <laughs> we were playing darts, and he, I have, like, really thick glasses. And I, wow. I hate my prescription. But I've told this story before. And I'm thankful I have thick glasses because when we were kids, we were playing darts. And he's like, okay, they're all thrown. Go to the tree and get them. So I walk to the tree and I grab them out of the dartboard. I turn around and a dart fucking slaps right against my eyeglass. So he had thrown it at the back of my head as I was walking to the dartboard. And when I turned around, it hit my glasses, eyeglasses, plinked off of it and hit the ground. But I would have lost an eye if I didn't have those thick eyeglasses. Yeah. And I was like, that guy's such a piece of shit. Like, what the fuck? So I remember we were playing lawn darts. Do you remember those things? Oh, yeah. yeah. We were playing lawn darts, you know, a couple weeks later at his house. And, like, I threw one at him. Not up, but at him. And it skinned the side of his head and sliced it open. And his dad comes out and his dad's yelling at me. And I was like, well, he threw, a, like, a dart and hit me, like, in the face, like, you know, at Auntie Judy's house. And he's like, you know, did you do that? Did you actually throw an actual dart at his face? He goes, yeah, but it, it bounced off his glasses. He's fine. And his dad's like, stop being like a whiner. Get up. You deserve to get hit in the head with a lawn dart. He was like bleeding like right above his ear because I smoked him in the side of the head with a lawn dart. And his dad's <laughs> like, you're being an idiot, so you deserve it. And then yeah. I remember like, I don't know, five or six years later, we were snowboarding. And yeah. we decided, because we, we were staying at a cabin, we figured we'd be smart and go up onto the ski hill and like build a jump at night. Right. So we, we got like our shovels out there. We're building this jump. He's like, man, the hole we dug is so big a person could fit in there. He's like, go in there. So I went in there and then he just grabbed the shovel and just like slams it down into my leg. While I was down there, I was like, what the fuck, man? He's like, I'm just getting you even for the lawn dart. I go, the fucking lawn dart was for the actual dart in my eyeball. Like we were even until you just did this. He's like, eh, whatever. What are you going to do? It's like just mind bogglingly a moron. <laughs> but I mean, great stories. I'm, it's like 40 years later and I'm still telling them. So yeah, yeah, no doubt. Which unfortunately yeah, I, had I, nothing to do with religion. And I apologize for that. Well, maybe you can thank the Lord for having your glasses on at that time. Yeah. Uh, no, but, I'm thankful uh, for my prescription because of that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I had a couple of stories I've told you about my near-death experiences and almost losing probably a ball, <laughs> at least one of them. And nothing. Snow, 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 snow uh, sledding, yeah. Yeah. Snow sledding was a dangerous thing back when I was a kid, man. Yeah, man. Twisted testicles and everything. I love that shit. <laughs> Oh man, that that time when I went down that hill and I decided, oh, I'll just keep going past the like the little landing part because I didn't yeah. really realize what was on the other. I just thought it was grass. Didn't realize it was like busted up rocks and cinder blocks. And I went <laughs> over that thing. I went over that thing and literally impaled the snow sled on uh like a, like it was a concrete. You know, it was a post that had been taken out of the concrete, like one of those metal yeah. like with the little with the little cord. You know, the things you can put the plastic yeah. things on. Impaled fly over that thing laying on the ground holding my thigh because i mean it did hit i mean i did hit something and just missed my balls and my fucking sledge just kind of spinning around this thing as i'm <laughs> laying there and nobody comes to check on me i finally get up like a couple minutes later and they're just up there sledding away i'm like what the fuck you fuckers and i had to go home before so that my sled was destroyed but uh on that i would thank the lord for maybe saving my balls so See, that that's where you're lucky. On that same trip with the, the shovel into my leg, the ski hill wasn't open because there wasn't enough snow. Yeah. So we were just like taking our sleds up. That's all we were doing the next day because we were booked for a week at the, or whatever at the condo. So our oh. whole all of our families are there, but we can't actually use the chairlift or anything. Because, or the, it was a T-bar at the time because the hill wasn't oh, okay. open. Yeah. So we have, you know, you remember crazy carpets, right? 
Oh yeah. Crazy yeah. Carpets. So we're on crazy carpets and you know, I'm going down on my stomach on the crazy carpet and I hit like a snow drift and it just, I sort of just sink in and then all of a sudden I thack and I just stop and I roll over and I just like feel so much pain. And you know, my mom's running out there and I'm just like, my like I like rip my balls off. Like it, it, oh my like, God. like a tree, like a, I went into yeah. the snow drift and a, a branch just like, so yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it was probably 13 at the time. And, you know, it's you're 13 and your mom's like, well, I need to see it. And you're like, bitch, you ain't looking at my balls, right? <laughs> right. Like, like I looked at your balls, like before you even knew you had balls. So you know what? Let me right. take a look. Cause I need to see. And yeah. she's looking at it and she doesn't want to touch it. So she's not touching it. She's like, well, how's it feel? I was like, it feels like I'm going to throw up nonstop. Like there's something wrong, like wrong, wrong. Uh-huh. So, you know, two days later we're, we're done for the week. And then I go to the doctor and I was like, fuck now the doctor is going to play with my balls. This is so awkward, right? This is so nowadays I don't care if the doctor's like, okay, I'm going to play with your balls. They're like, yeah, man, go nuts. That's how uh, I felt when the doctor. That's how I felt when the female doctor told me to turn around. I'm going to check your prostate. I'm yeah. like, well, hopefully I, my shower was good enough this morning. <laughs> do what you got to do. Yeah, so, yeah exactly. I'm sitting there in the office and he's grabbing my balls and he's grabbing like the, the, the sack above the nuts. I'm just yeah. like, oh my God, this is so awkward. He's like, all right. So, was it, and was it still hurting, of course? Oh, I meant like so much pain. So, yeah. yeah, then my mom comes into the room and she's like, all right, so what's up? And the doctor's like, well, it from like what I could gather is he's got some trauma to his testicles. And right. One, like your, your tubes go from you know, up top inside you down yeah, into your the, testicles, the, the vans, the rimfi or some bullshit. Vans term. Deferis. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Vans Deferis. That's it. So they're, they're into your testicles and uh-huh. one on my right hand side, one has ripped out of its flesh. So the, and the tube Ooh. itself was twisted. Ooh. So the fluid he said is going to build up and you could get like a watermelon sized testicle with fluid if See, you have surgery. If yeah. you don't get it drained, because we're going to give right. it a couple days. It yeah. usually untwists itself and it'll be fine. So give it a couple days and then come back. So, you know, I'm like, I mean, you don't have a watermelon in your pants. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, you know, back then, I don't think that even the girls would be interested in a watermelon sized bulge in my pad. I mean, well, you know, having a huge balls and a, t- and a small <laughs> penis probably isn't the, you know, the thing you want. So. Yeah. But they, they can't tell through the bulge in my pants. Yeah. If it's my it's, balls, right? Oh my God. It's a huge cock. No, it's just my balls. Baby. Yeah. So yeah, a couple days later yeah. I go back and the doctor's like, okay, so you, it hasn't your ball, like your testicles haven't got any bigger. So that's a good thing. So it's probably right. fixed itself. And, you know, every so often I get a weird nudge down there. It's like, ooh, yeah, that doesn't feel good. But I don't know if it's because they're sensitive. But I remember when I was trying to have kids with my wife and neither one of us were able to, like, we were fucking a lot and we were coming a lot and there was no babies. So right. we both went and got checked out. Like, at the same time, she got checked out by her doc- a doctor. I got checked out by, you know, a specialist. Uh-huh. And the specialist is like, yeah, well, I mean, it's definitely a problem with Clay because I can feel that his left tube that goes down is like normal size, but his right one is super thick. And I was like, ooh, when I was a little, it got like ripped out of its like muscle and it was twisted and stuff. He goes, oh, so it's scar tissue is what it is. It's thick because it's scar tissue when it healed. I was like, oh, so is that a problem? He goes, well, yeah, that could be a problem. And well, apparently it's not a problem because I got two kids. So the problem right. wasn't my balls or her vagina. The problem was her vagina with my balls. You know what I mean? Like the right, problem right. was the two of us, not anything else. But, yeah, yeah. There's my uh, testicle story. That's pretty fucking awesome, and I don't know how that's like church related. I don't know. I don't think you ever shared that one with me before. Maybe you did. I don't. 
no. Yeah, no, that was. Yeah, I I don't get embarrassed by telling stories, but oh no, man. no, no, no. Well, that that sounded super painful and something I'm glad that my balls have never gone through. Yeah, so I could have lost an eye, I could have lost a testicle, but hey, still here. Well, your nickname would have been lucky if you had one eye <laughs> and one ball. Okay. Or if it was both on the same side, like my right eye and my right ball, they just call me left side. That would be a awesome. Really out of balance. Yep, left side. <laughs> Had to cut off a couple of fingers to keep it even there. I remember it. I had to take, like I told you, confirmation classes to become a right. member of the church. And right. for some reason, the the minister hated me. I don't, that's all I could gather at the age of like 15, that this guy just didn't fucking like me. But right. I, I remember we were, it was right near the, the end of the, like, you know, however many months we had to do it. And we had, you know, studied all of our Bible passages and all the phrases and all the prayers, whatever we had to do, right, we were right. done. And it was like right near the end of it. And I remember being in class. It was the same people that I was in class at Vacation Bible School. So the same kids that I would sneak outside and steal like cupcakes and shit. It was all those guys. But I mean, we didn't do that because we were older. So we were actually like taking it, you know, serious. But I remember he said, okay, guys, fold your, fold your hands, bow your heads. I'm going to say a prayer and then we'll be done for the day. And then, you know, I folded my hands close my eyes and like 15 seconds later there's no prayer going on because usually the minister would just like say the prayer and we would just repeat after him you know what i mean right. nothing's happening so then i like open my eyes and he looks at me and goes um can you please wait outside you're going to be disrespectful and open your eyes while we're praying right i was like what he goes if you're going to open your eyes while we're praying you're going to be that sounds disrespectful to me so just wait outside until the rest of the class has done their class i'm just like but your eyes were open to see that my eyes were open isn't that disrespectful he's like i need you to go outside right now so i just went outside and i was like what the fuck is going on like that's really really weird that nothing happened and other kids had their eyes open we're all just like looking at the minister but he was looking directly at me and pretty much kicked me out of class right so then right. everybody grabs their bibles they all leave and he's like all right so i need to talk to you so your um graduation's coming up and i understand you're probably gonna be wearing something nice i'm like yeah he goes and we should probably get a haircut. And I was like, what? I had really long hair at the time. I was like, yeah. what What do you mean? He was like, what would what would God think if your hair was this long for confirmation classes? I'm like, I don't know. But looking at all these pictures of Jesus in this room, I think he'd probably think it's pretty sweet. <laughs> right? That's all I was going to say. I yeah. Like, and I was when, like, did, when did Jesus have a buzz cut? You yeah. Know? I was like, what the fuck, man? I, I fucking didn't like that guy. Like, at all. Yeah. And I stopped going to church after that. I just stopped altogether. Yeah. Done. You know, I guess I'll tell my little bit of religious story. So, you know, uh, I grew up in a family that I guess you would say was nominally Christian. You know, you know, we all supposedly believed in God, but nobody ever went to church. And there's, I never saw a person reading the Bible somewhere. And, and maybe in all these boxes of stuff somewhere is this family <laughs> Bible that I would like to find. It's got a bunch yeah. of stuff that's written in it. I don't know if it even exists anymore. I mean, maybe it's in one of these boxes. I'll find one of these days. And uh, so anyway, I, I didn't really have much exposure. So I was kind of curious about it because, you know, I mean, I knew kids. They talk about God or Jesus and all that stuff. And I'm like, I don't understand any of this shit. And so, so I went, I, I went with, uh, so one day I'm down at Indian Springs Mall, which was torn down. And there are some, some people, you know, some of the type of people that you normally see walking around handing out those little picture books, you know, kind of people. I do you know. know. Yeah. And so there was like a group of people there at a table and, you know, they were handing stuff out and whatever. And I'm like, I want to go check this out, like, or whatever, right? So, sorry, how, how old were you? Somewhere between six and eight, maybe, maybe, okay. maybe seven and nine, somewhere between six and nine. You know, I was still young. And, uh, and so, I wanted to go to it and like, well, my mom's like, well, we can't, 
we can't take you over to it. But they're like, well, we'll pick him up or whatever. So they had like a van that went around and picked people up. Not creepy at all, right? Just, just getting in a van with a bunch of people I didn't know. My parents were just like, okay, have a good time. <laughs> fucking, this, fucking 70s, man. That was the fucking 70s. And uh, so I went to it. And I went to like, like what do you call it? Bible studies? Whatever, like the, the kids thing, right? So we're doing the kids thing. We're talking you know, a little bit about stuff. We're doing coloring and stuff. And that was pretty cool. Well, I forgot or whatever that I was supposed to, like, they were supposed to, like, let me go outside or whatever. My, my mom and my aunt were going to pick me up, right? And I forgot yeah. about this. And so, anyway, I ended up going into them, with them, into, like, the regular church, right? I've never really, really been in, like, a regular church, right? And so, I don't know fucking anything about anything that I'm about <laughs> to read this and do this and praise Jesus and all this other stuff. And I'm just fucking like freaking out because it's just like way fucking past where I want to be for the day. Yeah. And uh, they're talking about, I, I can't remember what they're talking about, but I'm sure they're talking about some shit about like, you know, if you're a sinner, you're going to go to hell and, you know, pretty fucking, you know, kind of shit. And I'm just fucking freaked out. And I'm just like, whatever. And my mom, like, my aunt finally show up and fucking get out of there i never went back i was like fuck this this stuff is fucking crazy you know it just fucking just like literally scared the shit out of me literally scared the shit out of you well i didn't shit myself (laughs) or anything but i mean it 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 was scary to me all this fucking fire and brimstone stuff i mean you know i'm like what the fuck i'm like i'm like seven years old i haven't fucking fucked up anybody really yet i mean you know (laughs) all Uh, all my church stuff was good it was just it was good. Nice people, nice stuff. Good Rice Krispie squares and lemonade, you know? Yeah. It's just yeah. the the minister when I had my classes was just a piece of shit. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, I'm glad you had good ex- good experiences. I, I try I tried to go to a church with my Korean friend a little bit later and it wasn't it wasn't a Korean church. It wasn't like I went to a whole Korean church or anything, but I went to the church that he was going to. I didn't really dig that either and I can say that's probably probably been about the last time I've ever actually been at a church. Well, no, 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 that's not true. When I married my first wife, we joined a church and we were doing like this church stuff. So we get married in the church and uh, yeah, pretty much after we got married and all that stuff, we kind of didn't keep going very much longer past that. You know, I got, I got baptized actually finally for the first time when I was like 30 something. No, I was baptized before I could decide whether or not I wanted to be baptized. Cause you know, apparently that's a thing. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Religion is, it's, I think it's super fucked up. Like organized religion is, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know that I feel like it needs to be demonized as much as it has. But on the other hand, I'm not real cool with the fact we hear about people, people diddling kids all over the place. That's not really fucking cool in my book. So I mean, if you let priests marry, I don't think it'd be a problem. I know. I agree. I mean, you know, I mean. No, they can marry a nun. They can both yell out, oh, God, together. You know, yeah, I mean, yay. make, make you know, yay. For everybody. Right. Yeah. I I've mean, got a friend who's a, who's a priest and yeah, uh, he may not made, but he let me dress up in his priest stuff at, at his church, like at midnight one night. There's nobody there. So yeah. He's like, yeah. You want to wear it? So I'm taking pictures of me, like at the altar dressed like a priest. And I was like, this is actually kind of cool. But I mean, I could never, ever, ever do that job because I don't believe Right. Any right. of the stuff that I'd be talking about. And I I would rather be full on honest who I am versus, you know, pretend to be something I'm not. So, I'd, yeah. probably be the guy, I'd probably be the guy in the monk outfit. That would be me. More <laughs> my speed. But, like, yeah, I, I'd, I'd probably look more like Uncle Fester than anything else in, in the Adams family. 
I remember being in, in the Vatican. So I was in Rome doing, you know, a tour and I'm doing a tour of the Vatican going through it. And we had to wear this headset for the, for the tour. If you wanted yeah. to just go into the Vatican on your own, it was like a three hour wait to get in. The lineup was mm-hmm. massive. And I was like, we only have a day. And I don't right. want to waste three hours of my day lining up to get inside and then have to like tour this place. But if right. you signed up for a tour group, you know, you pay your 80 euros, you get in within 10 minutes. You just got to stay with the tour group. I'm like, well, I mean, right. pay 80 bucks and save three hours. To me, it was like a good, you know, dollar per minute. I was like, yeah, no, that, that makes sense to me. So yeah, we paid our right. fee. They give us a headset and we're wearing the headset and we're going through the tour and she's telling us about these tapestries and these pictures and these statues so literally every statue you walk by she was telling a story and every tapestry we walked by she told a story i'm just like looking down the hallway like there's like 50 fucking statues down this hallway there's like 100 tapestries and there's like 80 million pieces of art all down this fucking hallway i'm not going to sit here and listen to this girl like this is one hallway like i've got the rest of the vatican to tour and this is going to take me like seven hours Right. So she's talking, she's talking. I look at my friend. We sort of look at each other like, hey, you want to get out of here? He's like, fuck yeah. So we just like <laughs> ducked, ducked down the hallway and just kept on going. So we just ditched our tour group. But he's like, what about the headset? I'm like, free headset, man. <laughs> he's like, free? We paid 80 bucks for this. I'm like, fuck yeah, we did. So he left his headset like on a little window ledge, which coincidentally had shit on it. Like somebody, it was down like a hallway and a stairwell that was like made out of like stone and it was like super tiny and dark. And we look over at this little tiny window. It's like the the size of a cereal box and there's a ledge right there. So we're walking down this like cobblestone stone spiral staircase, super, super skinny, like maybe four feet across and there's Uh a little window there. And it looks like someone took a shit. Like somebody couldn't find a bathroom. It just dumped right there. So he just grabs his headset. He throws it right beside it. He's like, somebody's going to find the headset because they're going to have to clean the shit. He's like, you're keeping yours. I'm like, yeah, man, I got a priest friend. Who doesn't want a gift from the gift shop at the Vatican? So I gave my priest friend my headset that I stole from the Vatican. He's like, I really shouldn't accept the headset that you stole from the Vatican. I was like, eh, what are you going to do? Right. So that was one of my gifts to him. And I, I, I doubt he kept it, but it'd be pretty funny if he did. Hey, man, it's a Vatican headset. <laughs> it was a Vatican headset. But oh, it was just terrible to to listen to her explain every single tapestry i was like this this sucks this is terrible yeah. I, I will admit though having a having a guided kind of a guided tour of the white house was pretty fucking cool when i did it and now it's not religious of course but i mean you know just just the fact that i've actually been in the white house is pretty damn cool to me yeah that, i would like to do that as long as i didn't have to line up for three hours beforehand no, no, we were lucky. We had a, we had a, you know, we were part of a group, but like this business group that we got in pretty good. We got like, basically, we had a, a tour guy who was actually really a secret service agent that was giving the tour. Nice. Uh, and uh, they don't normally have very many apparently, so we were really lucky to even, you know, have that happen. And uh, it's pretty cool, you know. I mean, I've been in the Vatican. That's pretty damn cool. I mean, yeah, way I big, mean, way bigger, way bigger than the White House. I can tell you that the White House is freaking tiny. I mean, at least the part you get to see. Well, yeah, I'm sure there's like everywhere. Yeah, I'm sure there's several levels. Yeah, 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 exactly. There's there's several levels in the Vatican you're not going to get to see either. And it sucks. Like, you go into the Sistine Chapel, and it's, like, silent, and there's, like, fucking 300 of you shoulder to shoulder in this thing. And you're not allowed to take video. You're not allowed to take pictures because they don't want any of the light to destroy the artwork or the paint. So you're allowed to look up. And if people start talking or whispering, there's, there's, like, security guards walking around that'll go... So as soon as it gets 
too loud, too many people talking, too many people whispering. And everybody just like gets quiet. I'm like, I'm fucking done with this place. Like this is it. I don't know. Maybe if I was like a religious person, it would be like amazing. But all, all I saw was gold statues and gold this and like rich tapestries. I'm like, there is so much fucking money here. Oh my God. So much fucking money here. These people need to pay taxes and they need to stop raping children. There's two things. There you go. The church. How about we stop raping children and we start paying taxes and then maybe I'll probably, you know, see you in a better light. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I I would probably feel the same. I would be kind of like walking around going, yeah, this is cool. This is cool. Hey, you got any Joe's? <laughs> so you got a Joe collection over here. Yes, you, the, are the, the Cardinal so and so has an amazing Joe collection. He'd like to see you in his chambers. Ah, yeah, I, I fell for that twenty five years ago. Oh, I'm not doing it. It was only a nun. Let me tell you. Just find me a hot nun. Yeah, or at least just find me a a, a wannabe hot nun for Halloween. That's close enough. I would totally have sex with a girl in a, in a nun outfit. You yes, should see if uh, Warrior Nun is out on DVD. It's a Netflix show. Oh, yeah. And sounds it, sweet. It sounds interesting. Yeah, it's awesome. A girl, like, wakes up and she's, you know, gifted from God to protect this church and this, this stuff. And then there's evil people, like, evil nuns and evil, like, ministers and all of the nuns that she, like, is friends with that are protecting this one thing is actually, like, a blade from heaven that was given to an angel and they have to protect it for the return of the angel or return of Jesus and it's it's a fucking great show. It takes place in like Spain. It's just it's wonderful. And these nuns are like ninjas. They they've been trained since they were young to be like ninjas nuns. Wow. Yeah, okay. there's a there's a lot going on. Okay. But I mean, yeah. hey, who doesn't like nuns? Who doesn't like Europe? Who doesn't like ninjas? I mean, you get it all. Warrior nun. Yeah, you know, they still have all this stuff about women trying to be cool and badass anymore. Just not as much gratuitous nudity and sex like they used to have. I miss I miss eighties movies and nineties movies where you just get gratuitous, hey, look, boobies, you yeah. know. <laughs> I mean, no real reason to have this in the script, but hey, here's five girls changing in whatever room and <laughs> you yeah, know, whatever. Those, those days are long gone. Oh yeah. Well now they'd be Bunch of shaved heads and blue hair and probably what? armpit hair. Uh, oh, doesn't... they're so stunning and brave and sexy. Okay, <laughs> but, <laughs> but they won't even give you. They won't even give you that. I'm sorry, yeah. I don't have more uh, religious talk for you. I mean, my my kid, they, they they go to like a Catholic school and they have yeah. to do like prayers and stuff, and then they have to do like religion homework. And then my 13 year old is just like, "Hey, Dad, um, what if I don't <laughs> believe in God?" I was like, that's fine. She goes, that's okay. I was like, yeah, you believe what you want to believe. Like, I, I hate parents who make their kids believe what they believe because you got to right. give them a choice, right? Like, if my kid wants to believe in God, hey, I'm all for it. If my kid right. doesn't want to believe in God, hey, I'm all for it. Like, yeah. you believe what you want to believe as long as you're a good person. I don't really care. Right. She's a great person. So if she doesn't believe in God, she goes, yeah, but I have to do this homework talking about God. I was like, yeah, but it's just homework. Just do it and walk away. You're done. Right. You don't have to, like, follow religion for the rest of your life. You just got to do it for school, and then you're done. Every single society has their own, like, religious book and their religious teachings, but it's all essentially the same thing, you know? Rule number one, don't be a dick. Right. Rule number two, help other people. Like, it's pretty black and white well you know that's that's really awesome you know the thing is is it, it's good that you, you know you, you give your uh, your kid a, a way to, to do their own growth their own exploration yet yet be there for questions and help them if, if, if you need to you know i mean the thing is for me 
with my family, I didn't really have a lot of direction. So I just kind of figured out my own way. And it's not like even in high school, my high school guidance counselors, you know, did much to, to help guide my life, you know, and the thing is, is, you know, sometimes that's good. Sometimes that's bad, you know, but every, everybody's got their own path to follow. Agreed. I just hope that my kids uh, follow a good one, that they end up not being assholes, you know, like that they follow the rules, you know, don't be a dick and help other people. Well, I think they will. They got a good father. I hope so. So, so I'd say, let's see, you want to move on to some uh, readers questions or listeners questions and see what we got here. For a podcast called Answers for Everything, we haven't answered a lot of questions lately. Yeah, I've, I've got a whole bunch of questions that have been sent to us either through Instagram or email. I haven't answered anything for a long time. You haven't answered anything. Teapot hasn't answered anything. So I got some questions here that are geared more towards you and me. So I'm going to ask them. I'm, I'm going to give you the name of the person who sent it in, and then I'm going to ask the question. And I'm pretty sure that... Unless it says Charlie Ray or Mr. Clay, either one of us can answer. So I'll just let you answer first. If okay. it's uh, both, I'll let you answer first. If it's a you and me one, or I'll just you know let you answer if it's a you one, or I'll just answer it if it's a me one. Makes sense. Sounds good. All right. So we got from Instagram. We got at Lisa Munch seventy nine. Uh, she asked the question: When you guys go on a food or concert road trip, how fast do you drive? It's, okay. It's, I think maybe they were listening to us, you know, getting lost for four hours for me <laughs> to joke on, but yeah, go for it. Like, okay. It. Uh, you know, the thing is for me, hopefully if it's a true road trip where it's not just something that's like maybe within, within an hour of Kansas city, for example, in which case I'm typically running late. So I'm going a little bit faster than I should be for the most part. If I'm going on road trips. I make sure that I try to allocate enough time and uh, you know, I'm comfortable in the 70 to 80 mile per hour, range uh no matter what the speed limit is i mean if it's like 65 i still like doing 70 to 75 if it's 60 you know whatever there's always people who want to go faster than me and there's always people that want to go slower than me. it doesn't matter where you're driving at whether it's on a road trip or at home but uh but i i feel pretty comfortable around 70 to 75 i don't you know my car is not exactly the the newest top model. I don't feel like I'm going to take it up to 90 or hundred on a regular basis. That's a little bit much for me. Not with that attitude. You won't. Yeah. So I get there, I get there and I get there safely. For me, I, I like to go about nine to 12 over the speed limit. So for me, it's kilometers for you. It's miles, but I would do the same in the yeah. States. You know, if it was 60 miles, I'd go about 70 in yeah. Canada. If it's 110, you know, I'll go 119, something like that. And I s seem to get there alive and always on time. So that's okay. I remember one time when I was probably 17, I was with my, my girlfriend. No, I was, I was 18 years old. I was with my girlfriend. We were driving in her parents' car and the neighboring town to where I lived was about 12 minute drive going the speed limit. And I was coming back from that town with her. I was driving her parents' car and there was a lineup of traffic in, I was getting pissed off cause I just needed to get home for something. I was going to be late. So I'm like, what the fuck? So I pull over, like I pull out and I look and I see there's like five cars, right? So I was like, I can't pass five cars, right? Because there's like corners and it's through these orchards. So I, I blew by one car and pulled in front, like sque squeezed into a spot that if they hadn't let me in, I wouldn't have been able to make it in. So then I was like, who the fuck is in front? This is such a pissed off. Like you're driving fucking 60 in a fucking 80 and this is pissing me off. So then I pull out. I was like, I can do these four cars. It's a straight stretch. I got this. So I just gun it in, in her parents' car. She's like, okay, be careful. Be careful. She goes, fuck the person in front, right? And I whip by. I get to the person in front. I look over. I'm about to give him the finger. And I see that it's my fucking Oma. It's my grandma 
driving that was holding up traffic. So oh, right away, man. I turned the other way. I covered the side of my face. I blow past her. I put on my blinker and I turn in. And then my girlfriend starts laughing her ass off. She goes, it was your fucking Oma. Like, your grandma drives like an old lady. I was like, she is an old lady. Right. So she, she's turning 100 in January. So this is like 30, uh, 25 years ago. So yeah, she was like 75 years old. And I just blew past her because I thought the person in front was a piece of shit. It turns out the person in front was one of the most wonderful people I've ever met in my entire life. And I feel horrible <laughs> to this day for like saying, fuck that person. I hate them. Why can't they fucking drive? They drive like an old woman. Yep. She still couldn't drive. <laughs> <laughs> she just drove slow. That's all. She could drive. It was just slow. So yeah. other than other than that time, I'm usually the speed limit, and you know, ten minutes over or ten kilometers over. But yeah, I was probably about forty kilometers over just to pass all those cars in time. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That reminds me of the time that I I crossed two lanes of traffic, crossed the double line, going down a hill just to pass people because I was in a hurry after school on the way home, get home and change to go to work. That was some crazy crap I did. I think I had five accidents before I was twenty-one. That's not so. good, man. Well, they weren't like major accidents. Like I'd flip somebody's bumper, you know, or I'd do this or, okay. or a, by my, it, it was never a major big accident. It was just me being stupid and being young and, and always in a hurry. I feel you, man. Age. So anyway, so anyway, we, I hope that uh, it answers our reader, our listeners question, yeah. our readers. I, I keep thinking about blogs instead of videos, but well, this is audio. So whatever listeners, uh, I hope that answered your question as far as how fast we drive. Uh, and as far as Joe cons, we've only well, we've only driven the one together. It's just that one time. So, yeah, uh, that was definitely an experience. Only be, mainly because of the fruity pebbles experience in the middle of nowhere, Iowa. You're welcome. For yes, <laughs> yes, those were awesome. Yeah, uh, I've got a question here. It's called oh, sorry, it's from at Curtis Point Lead. So it's from Instagram as well. And he's like, "How do you guys feel about a woman writing the new James Bond novel?" Do you think it will change who or what Bond is? So yeah, last week they announced that the new James Bond novel is being written by a woman for the first time. And I didn't see it as news personally because I was like, okay, it's being written by a writer. Like, I don't I don't care if the writer's male or female. Just write a fucking good book, right? Just, I don't care. So it doesn't well, matter to me that it's a woman writing it at all. I, you could say there's no name on it. I wouldn't give a shit. If it's good, it's good. You know, uh I will agree with you. I say if it's good, it's good. So I would reserve judgment on it to see whether or not she's a good writer. If she's a yeah. good writer, then I don't care. If she sucks, then I'm like, find a better writer. You know, so I, I, I don't, I don't read the James Bond books. And honestly, you know, I'm, I don't know. I mean, James Bond is James Bond. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, it's whatever. <laughs> I'm not the hugest James Bond fan in the world, but you know, I, I've enjoyed a lot of the movies and, and things, uh, you know, but you know, I'm not a big fan of the way, you know, culture has gone these days. So I'm know, a big James Bond fan and I don't, I don't think that the people who make James Bond are going to change too much about who James Bond is. Cause they know what works. You know what I mean? Like, did you, you didn't watch the new one, did you? No, but I, I do know that, that, how is that going to be having the James Bond after that last James Bond? Sorry, what's that? What was the question? How, how do you have a new James Bond if well, it happens to James Bond? It's it's going to be, you know, just a reboot. James Bond's going to start over. Like the Daniel Craig area started over. Like, you know, the Timothy Dalton one started everything over. It's just going to be a new actor. They're not going to use the, the, the girl that is 007 in the new James Bond. She's not going to be, she's not going to be Bond. 
because her, well, her name's not Bond. I mean, yeah, exactly. And well, how do you have somebody be James? I mean, I you know the thing is this: I don't mind them having another secret agent being them being a badass or whatever. But James Bond is James Bond. You you, you can't you know you can call him 007 even if they're not James Bond. They still have that number. I mean, all the double O's were you know amazing killers. I guess whatever you want to call them, yeah. you know. I don't know. I I guess time will tell. I I, I still got to see the new movie. We'll see what I think of it. Uh, you know, I think this. I mean, this is obviously the first time. This, this is how they've uh, changed actors. I would say. I don't want to say too much in case somebody listening to this hasn't seen the movie. So that's weeks uh, old, man. Yeah. Our, our four listeners either a have already seen it or b <laughs> don't give a shit. Yeah. Well, like I said, I, I haven't seen it. All I know is what I read, and the fact is that is that he gets off. And, so. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I mean it's, it's done. It's it's the end of the Craig era, and yeah. Bond is gonna come back as James Bond again. Huh? If that's if that's the way they're gonna do it, see, I thought basically it implied that James Bond was gone as a character. No, because at so. the end, like a typical Bond movie, at the very bottom after the credits roll, it says James Bond will return, like it yeah. always does. Yeah. So James Bond will be back, and I don't like a woman yeah. wrote this one. Like you, you haven't seen Fleabag, have you? I've seen what Fleabag, the TV show. Oh God! Is that who the act? Is that who's writing it? Is the is that woman? No, she wrote this last movie, and it was awesome. Oh God! Really? Did you watch Fleabag? I I've never seen it. Oh my God! It's amazing. It's one of my favorite TV shows of the last like three years. Huh? Like I well, love ev- everything about it. I I've I've gone through it like three times already. I love, yeah, Phoebe Waller Bridge. She's amazing. Yeah. She is so good. She is so good. But yeah, she wrote this last movie. She's not the one writing the novel. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure she wrote it. I don't know. I'll look it up. Maybe. But so I guess as far as as far as the book goes and as far as the question goes, uh, I guess I really don't it doesn't matter to me. I don't care. You know. <laughs> it doesn't matter it's, to me. I just I just don't care. <laughs> I'm pretty nihilistic about everything at this point in life. You know, I'm I'm praying for the day when I'm on a, a hacienda overlooking a lake in Mexico. So Yeah, no, she she is one of the four writers for the screenplay. And two of the guys are the same two guys that have wrote pretty much every single one since like Goldeneye. So yeah, she did it. I was, I thought it was a great movie, but you know, well, I will, I will try to check out Fleabag and see what I think of it. Oh man, it is so good. She is my spirit animal. Okay. She's got the mind of like a 15 year old boy. Well, then that's probably good for you. Well, I mean, you've never been a 15 year old boy. Well, I haven't been one in a long time. Uh, well, And even when I was a 15-year-old boy, I wasn't quite a, a normal 15-year-old boy. So, I mean, I, I was a blasphemous church-going asshole who opens his eyes during a prayer. So, you know what? I'm, <laughs> well, I'm, you know, I'm you do have that going for you. Yeah. So, All right. This one's directed at you, I would assume, since I don't think I've talked about this in my personal life. But this is by email, summerwheatleyrocks at gmail.com. Okay. Which makes me laugh since I love Napoleon Dynamite. When you're in a threesome or a gangbang, are you concerned that your dick is going to rub against another guy's dick? Or what happens if you look down and the two girls that were giving you head have been replaced by one guy and one girl? When you look down, you're like, oh, that was two girls a minute ago. Now there's a guy and girl. What do you do? <laughs> this is definitely addressed at you, not me. Well, it's interesting questions. Uh, first part of the question is that Honestly, I haven't been too worried about it uh, because usually the situation is that we're at opposite ends of the person's body. So not really a good situation. So not, that we're gonna. It's not two dongs in one hole. 
no, no, I've never done that. No, never done that. Listen uh, out. Yeah. Uh, never done the, you know, doing plugging both holes in the, um, at the same time either. So <laughs> usually, usually it's more of the, uh, the two different opposite ends of the body. So, or taking turns kind of thing and never, you know, well, I guess it was that time I was that force and it was pretty crazy, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, not not really a big concern, and, and even if it did happen, if that was to happen, I don't think I'd really care. I mean, honestly, you know, yeah, I, I wouldn't be like, "Yay, it happened," or "Who it happened." It's just kind of like, you know, we're kind of there to take care of her. If there's two of me and another guy, that's the way I look at it. It's exactly. not really, yeah, you know, uh, and uh, you know, and I'm not into any kind of guy on guy action so uh it's not my thing but uh so as far as the first part goes that's that's not really a concern to me i'm i'm pretty blase about it i i you know you know uh and then what was the second question uh and that's never really happened either um i don't think that that would be something i'd be really all down for you know all of a sudden if i'm feeling a beard scratching my nuts you know but uh uh you know i mean i've had situations to where i've been doing tantra work with uh and and it's involved more than one person and being massaged by both a woman and a man at the same time but never the uh, the intimate parts uh that was all touched by a woman touched by an angel <laughs> not touched by a nun but the the guy was doing some massage work on me at the same time that she was touching me as well and, and it didn't really bother me um it, it actually worked and i've talked about this situation before in in previous uh, episodes and, uh, and it, and it worked for the situation of what was going on. It, it actually accentuated the, the experience and made it better. So I, I don't have any like say issues with that or of course, or anybody likes that. It's just not my thing. So there you go. That's basically my answer. I wish I could answer more to it, but I've only been involved with two threesomes and it was two girls both times. So there's no other penises involved. So I do apologize, but there's not much I got going on. Although the other night, 2.30 in the morning, an old friend of mine texted me and she's like, you know, announces like to me, just text 2.30 in the morning, says my name. And I was like, guess what I just did? And I was like, meth, body painting, cooked a schnitzel. Am I getting close? And she's like, nope, no meth. You could say body painting is kind of close. No cooking involved. Two schnitzels. I'm like, wow, I'm at a loss. Orgy? Wait, two schnitzels? is only a threesome wait orgy threesome both are decent like seriously why are you up so late she's like no seriously the schnitzel kept me awake i just took two dicks at once and i had to brag i thought you'd appreciate <laughs> and i was like you go girl i'm impressed and happy for you never been involved in two dicks in one batch but i look forward to it one day so then we just talked for like an hour about it yeah and then she's yeah. like yeah the craziest part is the guy won't stop texting me and um he just wants to do a threesome with me and my husband and wants to pay us every week. And I was like, fucking get money out of it. Go for it. <laughs> so, That's awesome. So she was pretty excited. I was like, Oh, like out of all the people at two 30 in the morning, I just get a text from this person. It's like, Oh, good for you. Good for you. So she seemed pretty happy, but it was also yeah. not two in the same hole. It was one yeah. in the front, one in one in the mouth or sorry. Right. One in one of the, the back, one yeah. in the back, one in yeah. one in the front, yeah. but not back door. Anyway, I didn't get any pictures or anything, so honestly, I, I couldn't tell you exactly what happened, but she seemed pretty excited about it. I can say that that time when I gave somebody a fisting, it was pretty exciting, too. I've only fisted once, and yeah, it was 
I, it was more exciting for them than it was for me. I couldn't believe. Well, it was yes, happening, yes, by right? far. But for me, it was just an interesting experience. But uh, it was fun to see, you know, what could happen. So. Yeah, I mean, I didn't go there for that. No, no, it, me neither. It ended up happening. I was like, wow, I never would have done this on my own. But when you keep telling me to put more digits in, I'm, I'm going to do whatever you want because, like you said, we're here to take care of you. Exactly. Right? I, I still will go with my solid advice: uh, banger first, fist or second. So, oh man, I went straight to the fist. I just pow well, right in there. Yeah, but then you know, depending on the woman, it kind of makes them like a going a hot down a hot dog down a hallway. Damn it! So. That's why she never came back. <laughs> well, you know. All right, and I got it is what uh, it is. last question here. Okay, it's Kimberly Daniels from Sydney, Australia. I just started listening to your show. I'm mildly amused by all of the guests' personalities. Charlie Ray, if you could have a romantic encounter with any male rock star, just to say I did, who would it be and why? Uh, so I don't yeah, know. I, would that, I don't know would that. it be dinner in a movie? Or would it be a hand job? Or would it be a double dutch rudder? Or do you guys make out? Like... I don't, it doesn't go into detail, but you decide what you think a romantic encounter is with the rock star. Uh, well, I don't know if it could be a rock star, but I, I know I could definitely have a very, very nice candlelit dinner and stare dreamily at Ryan Reynolds for a while, I guess. There you go. Yeah, fuck, it's, I feel it. Maybe if we get him to play in a band. Uh, I don't know if he's played in a band in any, any, uh, any movies. So there's no, I, you rock, know, I, no yeah, rock stars. I, I, no, I, you know, I really don't have well, I don't really have those kind of thoughts toward, toward dudes. So, uh, unless it's Ryan Reynolds, well, you know, I mean, <laughs> he gets a pass. Uh, how about Chris Hemsworth? Well, he'd hurt me, <laughs> but he gets a pass too, right? <laughs> I suppose. Uh, you know, I, I can't really say, I mean, you know, uh, you know, if we can say romantics, like having a long, long walk on the beach, talking about awesome shit. Yeah. I could say, plenty of you know rock stars i mean you know i would i would love to have a long sit down conversation and, and hear sexual exploits from like say the 70s from like say you know mick jagger or something talking about what he did in the 60s and 70s i'm sure would be awesome yeah. hell even bond scott but you know he might have had some crazy stuff to say i don't know i don't know not not really the kind of question i've got an answer for to be honest so that's too bad yeah it wasn't addressed to me so i'm not going to answer it so i was just hoping yeah. you would answer it but i, I wanted you to get into like this scenario and you're like oh my god i'd be at a concert and the security I'm would see I'm me and boiling they'd, down yeah they, they'd yeah. wake me in and i'd go to the back and there'd be rose petals on the ground and but yeah unfortunately you don't you don't want that with anyone no no not really my thing but hold on you said well you know they, they said specifically male rock star didn't they they did Okay, see, if it was a female rock star, I could say Joan Jett or Leah Ford or something like that. So old school rock star. Oh, yeah. Back in, yeah, not now, but more like back in the day. I was like, man, I don't, uh, if it was now, it'd be more, it'd be somebody, you know, more like some of the younger, uh, younger women in bands. There's a lot of hot, hot women out there, like, you know, the singer from uh, Liquid McCoyle or the singer from Sister Sin or, uh, you know, maybe, you know, yeah, Joan Jett's like sixty-three now. She's a little bit, uh, a little bit long in the tooth. Might might break a hip. Yeah, might, I mean, might break my hip for an episode <laughs> that started with you talking about not getting laid. Yeah. If sixty-three-year-old Joan Jett walked in the room, you tap that. Yeah, I would. I, I definitely would. 
I definitely had a thing for her back in the day, especially the, the first time I ever saw her live. I told you that story, right, about basically getting her, her breasts right in my face. Lucky, lucky man. I was only 21 years old. First time I saw Joan Jett, I'm in a bar. I'm literally front row, right in front of her. Literally, the stage is only like two foot off the ground, and she's kind of short anyway. Maybe it's only a foot off the ground. It was not a very high stage. I'm right in front of her. I get. I ended up getting her, her pick. I ended up getting her set list that was on the floor. And during the song, she would frequently lean out into the crowd and literally just put her bosom like right, right there. I mean, I mean, I'm surprised I didn't get her sweat on me. Is that, I mean, it was that close, you know? You wish uh, you weren't so wet behind the ears back then? To oh, advantage? oh my God, 21. I would have gotten kicked out because I was just like, hey. Yeah, but what a way <laughs> to go. It, it would have been that that was definitely uh definitely an experience i will never forget my entire life is, is having is having those right there in front of me i have a vivid memory of those what those look like <laughs> you, so, know, you know who trish stratus is right i do not really wwe trish stratus i don't watch i don't watch wrestling oh my god like amazingly sexy wrestler from the late 90s to mid 2000s right and my yeah. friends and I were at WrestleMania in Seattle and Trish was like leaving the match, you know, with her belt and she's walking and we were like right beside the railing. So we, we high-fived Shawn Michaels, you know, Hulk Hogan, The Undertaker, Kurt Angle, whoever walked by was high-fiving us. Like right. all, the way, all the way down, all the way back after the match. And Trish Stratus was walking towards us and, you know, she, I'm standing behind my friend and I have my hand out for a high-five. And my friend goes in for the titty touch. Like it's not a, he just goes straight in. He got like within an inch of her rack and her security guard behind her grabbed his hand, like slammed it 45 degree angle, ram right down into the, the railing we were against and held it there and just gave him this look of like, if you fucking flinch, I will rip your fucking arm off. And my friend is just looking. He's like, okay, cool. Yep. Yep. And Trish like kept walking. So I didn't get my high five. Cause my friend wanted to touch her boobs and you know what? It would have been worth it. If he had touched them, I would have been like, I did that for you, buddy. I did that for you. But yeah, he, he got his arm like slammed right down, almost ripped right off by security. Guys. I was surprised I didn't get broke. Yeah. It, yeah. She's hot. She's hot. She's She's hot even now. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful girl. I think she does like oh, uh, yeah. Pilates and stuff now. She's like a, Oh yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Like yoga. Exercising. Like yeah. She does something yeah, like yeah. that. No, so, yeah. She's, she's very, she's very more, uh, like skinnier and thin and, and, and tall. Yeah, she's not Very built tall. for a wrestler now. Built no, as a wrestler no, no, no. now. No way. Which is okay because I like I like the way she looks now. So. Yeah, she's a beautiful Canadian girl. Love yes. it. Yes. Yeah. So there, there yeah. we go. We talked religion. We talked Trish Stratus's rack. Um, and Joan Jett's not Joan, Joan very Jett's, big rack. That's Joan sure Jett's was. bosom. So <laughs> I, I guess I'll have to take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, I was literally almost between what amounted to cleavage. It was probably no more than nose deep. Okay. <laughs> yeah, have to take your word for it. I wasn't there. Have yeah. to take your word for it that you know you never rubbed your dong against another dude's dong inside a girl at the same time. Whatever. No, I'm, I'm I'm pretty certain of that. Pretty certain on that one. Uh, I think you're missing yeah. out, man. Think of the extra uh, fr extra friction. Yeah, you know, maybe, that off your it's list. an experience that still could happen. You know, I still never, still never gotten a girl's on the back door. So, you know, Hey, I still got some, I still got some things out there on my to-do list. All right. Well, I guess with that, we can say peace out. And yeah. Go our separate ways. Peace out. Noodles. Peace out.
Wish you 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 wish you